from Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What do you do? We are live from high atop Mount Moriah. Down the hall from Nonstop Hip Hop here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. Join alongside, as always, Mr. Selfie, Marcus Hunter. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Wow. Yes. I don't know if you needed to grab that cup of coffee to go with your Red Bull. Well, I, yeah, I think I need a little bit of coffee this morning. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Get me going. I, you know, hung out with my sister last night and, uh, you know, we were just hanging out, you know, talking. Watching some basketball, and you know what were y'all talking about? I'm not gonna get. We we, we were talking about uh, life, John. Life, and and good decisions and bad decisions. <laughs> what good decisions she make last night? <laughs> she made a good decision to take to take my advice on men to stay away from. From what I saw on social media, the the, <laughs> the, the advice you were giving out is to go to Elfo's restaurant in Germantown. I was. I was giving out that advice as well because uh, yesterday, big shout out to Kyla Elena Hunter, my daughter. She is 10 years old. She turned 10 yesterday, and uh, we had her birthday dinner at Elfo's, and uh, let me tell you her response to Elfo's. This is the best restaurant ever. The food is amazing. It's the best food in the whole wide world. So after that conversation we had in the car about, you know, Jungle Book and everything like that, I get no invite to, to the birthday celebration? I'm sorry, man. You know, you were, I mean, we just... Is he uh, complaining about not getting invited to a 10-year-old's birthday party? <laughs> well, he, it's he, at Elfo's, he, dude. I'd be pissed, too. That's yeah, true. It was at Elfo's. <laughs> <laughs> it was at Elfo's. And the food, I mean... We got to get her to come you, in and do a commercial, then. Oh, yeah, we, we definitely... bump mine. Oh, we definitely got... Uh, trust me, she'd love to come in and do an Elfo's commercial. She's, like, the biggest Elfo's fan. You know, she she loves the place. It is great. On the other side of the glass, we got the Sleeves of Memphis, Johnny Radio, and uh, Conrad No, that did come up last night, the Sleeves of Memphis being the Sleeves of Memphis came up last night. Wait, talking to your no, sister no. about Johnny being the Sleeves of Memphis? Yeah, she's got a crush to, on me. Yeah, talking to my sister about Johnny uh, being oh, the Sleeves Oh, does she really? Smart girl. <laughs> I don't know about that. I need, I need to be the one having a talk with your sister they now. Have, then, I think but. she has a crush on his personality more than anything. Because I'm sweet. <laughs> yes, something like that. And uh, Mr. T-Shirt, CJ Hurt, we're going to get this. CJ with his different shirt every week just to let you know today is as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm not happy with my sister, by the way, on that one. That's, that's not cool. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we may need to bring her in. Uh, today, the MNMSL is going to stand for Maury a little bit later on. We're bringing in Dustin Starr oh, yeah. and Maria Gray, the power couple that they are. Uh, I'm just curious, this week, some of us played out on social media already, but it seems like the WWE Network, which launched on Monday, you know, the 24-hour wrestling yes. network? Yes. It seems ruffling a few feathers, causing a little uh, unrest in some relationships because dudes are subscribing and all they're doing is just you know watching the WWE Network now, you know, and the girls yeah. are like rolling their eyes like ah why you or there's there's fights breaking out should you or should you not order the WWE Network will it take time away from romance? It's his um. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, here's my thing about that. I mean, you've, women, already, you've already got cable, Marcus, and you've already got Netflix, and now you're going to add WWE Network. Yeah, uh, it, it just it, it just means women. You got to be just more on top of your game. I mean, I mean, you just have to be. I mean, women, you just have to make yourselves more attractive to your man than the WWE. Network. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, because you got. If, if, I mean, you know, unless I mean, and especially if your guy's on the WWE Network, and the only thing he's clicking on is is the diva videos. Oh, and then you got some. Yeah, yeah then you, you got, got a problem. So, you know, ladies, you oh, know, absolutely. you might want to. But uh, Dustin Starr usually joins us the third Saturday of the month. He'll still be here later this month to talk about WrestleMania because the road to WrestleMania is underway. And Monday Night Raw is going to be in Memphis in a couple weeks. But today we're going to talk about the WWE Network, which just launched on, on Monday, and how him and Maria, the power couple, the MSL power couple, how they've been dealing with, with uh, WWE Network in their life. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know Maria has no problems keeping Dustin's attention. You know, she's, she's pretty, I guess, but she she's just doesn't hot. seem very happy on Twitter. 
about well, well, it's because you know it's because some, it's, hear new. It's, it's like a new toy for Dustin right now. I've retweeted some of them, but she's tweeting out like my face when Dustin Starr told me we were getting the WWE Network. Hashtag <laughs> thrilled, and she's got a picture of some kid looking like what in the world is going on. Uh, I've retweeted all these on it at Sarita. She's like say uh, she's tweeted hashtag WWE Network hashtag Raw hashtag Hulk Hogan. Uh, Dustin Starr has directed every conversation to one of those topics for the past 24 hours. It's new to him. It's new. It's just because it's new? It's new. It's because it's new. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll dive into uh, to, to their personal uh, life and see how WWE Network has, has, uh, has impacted Dustin and Maria since it launched on Monday. They'll join us at 1230. Of course, Kevin Live joins us every week at 1130. He's from the Memphis Flyer talking about the Memphis Grizzlies. Well, what Maria should probably do is, um, you know, ch- channel her, her inner, her, her, her inner, you know, you know, diva. You know, she's basically a, you know, a wrestling diva also. She should channel her inner diva. And the next time when Dustin's going off and off about the WWE, she should take the laptop and smash it over his head. Ooh, I don't know about that. Smash the laptop over his head. <laughs> Channel your inner diva. Smash the laptop over his head. All right. Well, and he and, and he definitely get the picture then. I'll be I'll be the special guest referee when that happens. Oh yeah. Hmm. And then and then she can pin him for the count. And then and then you know their whole relationship would probably be over. But still, you know she wins in the end. All right. Uh, well, well, we'll see. You can give that advice out to them if you want at 1230. I'm not trying to advocate violence. I just want to make sure everything's happy in the Dustin and Maria household. Uh, and we'll, we'll find out at 1230. But we start each and every week with the starting five. All right, these are the five most interesting important sports stories for the sports fan in the Mid-South. It's the starting five. And, of course, we are under two hours away from tip-off at Federal Express Forum. The number one story this week, no doubt, is Memphis versus Louisville. The rivalry returns to the Bluff City, of course. Uh, Memphis renewing the rivalry with Louisville. Uh, They were going to play them every other year, and then they get in the same conference. This is the... First time in ages the two have battled as conference mates at FedEx Forum. Uh, that would be the first time uh, that they were in the same conference playing each other at the Forum since D-Wash missed those free throws. And now they're retiring that number 35 jersey. So those memories can be uh, healed a little bit. But uh, today, uh, a big game because the Tigers, one of their few great wins of the season against Louisville. But Louisville since then has been on a rampage. Yeah, they have. You know, the Memphis Tigers got that win up there earlier in the season. And uh, unfortunately, I think at that point in time, in the moment, Tiger fans were fooled into thinking that this team was going to be a team of destiny, a team that could make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. And lately, it just does not seem like that is in the cards for this Tigers team. So today's game is going to go a long way. And determining what fans think the Tigers' fate will be for the remainder of the season. This is this is the tough stretch of the the, the schedule. That once we realized that Cincinnati was for real, once we realized that SMU was for real, you look at the schedule and you're like, whoa, yeah, well, that's three games at the end of the year. You're gonna have to play three in a row. Mm-hmm. Two of them, luckily, at home. Uh-huh. One on the road. However, are you going Joey Lawrence today or something? It happens sometimes, Johnny. If you paid attention more to the show, yes, it does happen sometimes. Sometimes Just I get, but I'm glad. I'm glad. Yes, that was a uh, <laughs> going a little. I always channel my inner blossom. <laughs> oh, you look blossom. at the, hey, you, do, do you like blossom blossom or do you like blossom um, uh, big, big bang, bang theory big blossom? bang blossom? I like blossom blossom. You like blossom and all blossom? of our different hats. Yes, all of our different hats are pretty cool. <laughs> We're wearing the same hat today. We're both we wearing, wearing last week's Grizzlies giveaway hat. Yeah. Which, uh, awesome. The snapbacks and tattoos from last week. That was exactly. the best little uh, promotional thing they've done in a while. Snapback and tattoos. I need a haircut. I've been meaning to go get my haircut. And so the hat timing of the giveaway was perfect, so I don't have to worry about So we're going to wear hats, matching hats, and not tell anybody, huh? We didn't know until we what, walked in this well, morning. Well, your hat is almost the same color. Mar- Marcus and I both wearing the uh, the new Grizzly snapback they give away. Tonight, basketballs. So these are legit yeah. basketballs they're giving away at the forum tonight. Yeah, uh, we got our hands on the basketballs that they're giving away, and they are legit full-size rubber basketballs. They're for outdoor use. You can also use them for indoor, but they're <laughs> great use. basketballs. They're full-size. Yeah, full-size. They look great. 
I mean, and even if you don't want, even if you don't play basketball, and even if you can't play basketball, you can always blow it up and put it in your house on display because it is a wonderful looking basketball. Absolutely. But back to the Tigers. Uh, you've got these three games left, Marcus, and we've talked about these. These games, people with Tiger Nation has been talking about these three games for a while because you've got. Uh, two of the games, Tigers are looking for revenge. Unfortunately, the game today, your opponent is looking for revenge, and your opponent has been beating the devil out of everybody, and your opponent is the defending national champs. So not looking great. To your advantage today, you have home court, right? But well, that has not been yeah, a big advantage. That's not been a big advantage this year. So that's looking like it could be. You know, Hopefully the Tigers can pull off the win today, calm some folks down, but if not... You're looking at going to Cincinnati and back home next week to SMU. I think the Tigers beating SMU next Saturday uh, was is the most likely win to me because SMU seems like they win at home, then they go on the road, and they play like they're still in Conference USA. Yeah, you know, and with this Tigers basketball team, the, 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 the reason that fans are now, like, about to hit the panic button is because with this stretch of games and the fact that they just lost this game to Houston and they haven't been playing well. What, what, what? Game of Houston. Let's go ahead and go to number two because that is the number two story okay. of the week as we, we're trying to look positive and look to the future today. <laughs> the number two story this week, uh, the Tigers suffering. Oh. That loss to Houston. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, losing that game to Houston, and then this 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 tough stretch that you have to end your season. The Memphis Tigers could find themselves on the bubble, and not only could they find themselves on the bubble, even if they get in the NCAA tournament, they're probably going to be one of those teams that has to play one of those first four games. So right now, things are just not going well for this Memphis Tigers basketball team. That loss to Houston huge blow because if you win that game and then you lose the game to Louisville, well then you're kind of forgiven because Louisville has been playing much better. It is that revenge game. They are the defending national champions, but losing to Houston and then a loss today at home obviously would drop the Tigers out of the top 25 and then, you know, they're on the back of that bus trying to find a seat in that 68-man tournament or 68-team tournament, and you know it, and it's unfortunate, and then you have the conference tournament in Memphis, you will have an opportunity to win some games, but what if they don't win in the conference tournament? It's going to be, it's, it's just right now, this mm-hmm. is probably the most talented Tigers basketball team since Josh Pastor became the head coach, and they... Not probably, it is. They are. The most talented Tigers basketball team since Josh Pastor became the head coach, and they are on the verge, if they don't finish the sheets the season strong, on the verge of being in the NIT tournament. And that would not be good. Maybe. I think they're still well, you don't think they're gonna you think they what, if lose they lose four all, straight, they'd be a twelve seed and then everybody'd be pissed still. But they're not gonna go. They're like, going they to going win. Like that. They're going to win Just because everybody else in the rest of the country sucks. Everybody else in the rest of the country does suck. Tigers have got home and court. I don't mean it if you're like talking that, about losing four straight, you would be talking uh, Johnny. I'm just saying there's just not a lot of great teams this year. Losing four straight, you mean that they would lose in the first round of the American Athletic Conference. Of course. And that's not going to happen. They've got home court three of the next four games. That they've got. But to what play. has home? But what good has home court done them this year? It hasn't. But again, uh, the atmosphere today at Federal Express Forum is going to be amazing. Sure. Uh, it's Memphis versus Louisville. There's just something special that gets in the air during those games. Trust me. I it think, just happens. Like the, the climate changes. KFC today. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Go back tomorrow if you want. Don't don't eat. Nothing Kentucky supporting Louisville. Today. No red. No KFC. Mm-hmm. Look, CJ's taking off his jacket. I think. Uh, oh man, I should smack CJ's. A good CJ is wearing one. He's taking it off. He Show is. your support. I got, I got a 901 hat on though. You do you have a 901 <laughs> hat on. Oh, the, I love the Ninja Turtle shirt by the way. Let's look. look let's go back. And speaking of, I mean, red. Houston was red too. Come on, CJ. But the you you the game the other night, and I, we've been preaching this on this show is that everybody's saying the Tigers have not had a bad loss all season, yada, yada, yada. And I've always wanted to clarify people that, yes, they've had they've had bad losses. I think if you lose to any team by 20 points, it's, a bad, it's a bad loss, yes. no matter if they're ranked or not. This is the Tigers' first loss to a bad team this yes. year. They've it lost is. to good teams by uh, by oodles of points, which makes it a bad loss. This The game against Houston was their first, first loss against a bad team. So, so phrase it that way, because it's their first loss to a team, of course, outside the the, the top fifty, uh-huh. and outside the top 150. one fifty. One fifty, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they felt pretty bad. And yeah. fifty was the amount of people who were in attendance for that game, I believe, in Houston as well. 
It was empty almost. I think it's embarrassing. They announced the crowd of just over 500. And how, like, you look at that crowd, and I know football is so important for conference realignment. Yes. But that is embarrassing to play a ranked team and nobody showed. Houston was picked to go to the American first. They were picked to go to the American before the Tigers. And I, it just that's how much basketball does not matter in conference realignment because you can have that's 500 true. people that looks like 25 folks in, in your building for a game against a ranked basketball opponent the day before March, and you still uh, – there you well, go. Well, you know, any Houston fan that thought about going to that game and didn't probably decided not to go to that They're game because they were sure, like yeah. they were going to get drilled by a ranked Memphis. But you always team go to see a town. good team. You always want to go see a good. Team. You do want to yeah, go that's, see a good uh, team. Yeah, I'm sorry if I saw if, if I lived in a place like oh well Houston, which is absolutely awful. I'd still go see a team that's ranked. Houston, not an easy city to get around. Not not that they have. Well, the they thing, ha- I don't know if the Rockets were the Rockets even playing that night. Uh, probably not. It was a Thursday night, right? Well, well, the thing about that is when you, something had to be going on. Well, you need was your it students. Houston's music fest? Was well, something happening? You, in you Houston need your that students night? to come out there, and students don't want to go. Right. I mean, students may not be that interested in seeing a ranked team drill their home team. They were trying to find Johnny Football. Dude, there's yeah. usually old people that still want to go watch some hoops, though. I mean, they go to high school games. Anyway, they prob- uh, that's probably where they were. They were that probably game, at the high school games in Houston. Unbelievable example of how unimportant basketball is to conference realignment. Mean, if you're going to pick a team with that lack of support, and again, I don't think it should be. I don't agree. I mean, I understand the, the importance of the football in the conference realignment, but you need to factor in how awesome the Memphis fan base is to show up uh, to these games and support the team the way they do. And when you see... Things like this. I mean, Houston, maybe Houston's burnt out because usually Houston's used to Memphis being the marquee team every year to come in. And now they've got other teams stopping by, uh, you know, UConn and Cincinnati and Louisville. And the excitement is just yeah, worn I off. Guess Memphis this wasn't this, wasn't exciting anymore because they have. Right, those they, other we play teams Memphis every year. Right? Yeah, you know. But you know, speaking of the crowds today at FedEx Forum, it, you know, it will it's be going to be great. It's going to be a patch crowd. It's going to be a very tense crowd because I think because the fans understand how important this game is and how much they need to win. So if the, if the Memphis Tigers come out and play well, it's a great game. Uh, like the last game they played, Louisville and Louisville, I think the you know the atmosphere is going to be through the roof. However, if Memphis gets down, you're just going to see a very tense crowd the entire game because they know how important this game is. And, you know, the, the thing about it is, you just pay Josh Pastor $2 million to coach this team, and fans don't want to see him win. It does, win. it does not get bigger. It does not get better than Memphis versus Louisville in a conference game with uh, so much, not that much on the line, but there is enough on the line. Because you got bragging rights, you've got you win today, you're you're gonna go to the NC two A tournament. Yes, if you win you, today, you're you you win today, you're in for sure, uh-huh. uh, and you're building momentum to go into Cincinnati and come back to SMU. It does not get bigger, it does not get better than this, and it is the first time in a long time and the last time in a long time that it's Memphis versus Louisville at Federal Express Forum in a conference game. Enjoy it while it lasts. That atmosphere is going to be uh, unbelievable today. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I believe it's going to be unbelievable, but just a tensed unbelievable. Right. Tensed crowd. All right. We're going to keep moving. Moving on to uh, number three in the starting five. Grizz uh, fall, uh, the Grizz fall to the Thunder last night. They've got the Cavs tonight. Uh, of course, it's free basketball night, as we mentioned. Uh, get there earlier. earlier. Get there earlier. But really, you don't have to get there early. But you kind of get there on time because yeah. it's an 8 o'clock start. It's an 8 o'clock start. You can't forget. And that's something that uh, there's going to be tons of folks there early tonight. There's going to be people there at like 6.30. drunk folks. At 6.30 and being like, what's going on? I'm Man, I can't go to the game tonight. Why not? Because I am, which I mean, I'm not complaining. I got all three of my wonderful children this evening, so I'm going to hit the Tiger game up real quick, and then after that, come home and take care of my babies. That's what's up. Now, I did want to take uh, Rio and Savannah to the ball game, but I didn't get no tickets. It is it is a double header. Oh, yeah, by the way, one thing. Thanks, Grizzlies folks. Send everybody else tickets but me. Steve, I talk nice about whoa, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not, you're not allowed to, to speak. Don't talk bad about the Grizzlies. Don't talk bad they do a great job. I'll yeah, get yeah, you, remember, I'll get you I'm some here tickets. too. I'll get you some tickets for a game coming up, Johnny. I'll get you some tickets. 
How many kids do you got? <laughs> I don't know if three? I can get you that many. I'll get you a couple. We'll get you a couple for our upcoming game. If you can, it's the Cavs tonight. Uh, radio, you know, you know, LeBron does not play for the Cavs anymore. Right? Kyrie Irving does. He is good. But I'm a Grizzlies fan. I don't care. Right. Second, second back, second game of a back to back. It's a Sega Baba, and it's the it's a double header day. Yes, double header uh, day at, at the Grindhouse. Two of them. I think there's one. Ne- so next week's game is also a double header with SMU and the Bobcats coming in. I believe next Saturday, somebody's coming in. The yeah, Hornets, somebody. the future Hornets. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, another team that Memphis shouldn't lose to. Let's like. keep uh, moving in the starting five. Number four, uh, the Grizzlies made their big uh, move. They got past the trade deadline. Nothing happened. They got Bino Udra. How do you say his last name? Udra? Bino. Can I just yeah. call him Bino? Yeah, just call him Bino. Bino Udrick. Bino Get Udrick. Get it right. Udrick. Bino Udrick. Yes. Bino. Yes, Bino. That's for gas. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, if, if you take Bino now, they'll Bino gas later. Bano. All right, what do you think? We got a new uh, new backup backup. Bano. Bano. We got a new backup backup point guard. I uh, don't know uh, too much about him, but this guy uh, seems like a, a a. If you look at his history in the NBA, anytime somebody gets cut from a team, it doesn't seem like that they're that they're that important of an asset. But uh, he now is your backup backup. So you do, and I I do have confidence in him being able to back up Nick Kalathis and come in if you need to have him come in here in this stretch. Question is, is he going to get some minutes where he's going to be able to uh, be ready in the event that he does need to step up? That is, the or is he just going to be, you know, he's going to be thrown in there? I ain't new guys here. I mean, you know, sometimes uh, just throwing in the new guy works. I mean, Mike Conley got hurt; they had to throw in Nick Calathis in the starting role, and, and it worked. Yeah, 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 it worked out. So, you know, um, this is an eleven-year vet. He's not. This isn't his first rodeo. True, not his first rodeo, and uh, you know the Grizzlies system isn't that much different. Um, you know, is, you know, get the ball to your big Ooh, guys. Ooh, nine years that. I'm not counting his European action. Okay, see, you forgot about Bino over yeah, there. Yeah, two NBA Europe. titles, fool. Bino, Bano. <laughs> so it's a Bano. All right, I'm gonna learn how to. No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> all right, and number five in the starting five. Here's a name we all know how to pronounce: Adonis Thomas. Signed a 10-day contract this week with the Orlando Magic. He has yet to play. He's been a coach's decision uh, not to play. And the Magic did play the Heat today, so we'll see if he'll, he'll get some minutes if the Magic get blown out by the Heat. Yeah, uh, He's in already into day four or five of this contract, yeah. so he needs to hurry up and get some time on the court because the 10-day contracts only last 10 days. Yes, and, and you want to get that second 10-day contract so you can possibly get signed on for the remainder of the season. But if he's not getting a lot of playing time, it's probably not a good sign about him getting a second 10-day contract. But hopefully he will. Um, but, you know, the good thing about it is this is his uh, first year in the D-League, and he's already gotten called up. Some guys play in the D-League for years and years and years before ever getting called up. And the fact that he has gotten called up this early into his D-League career shows that he is doing something in the D-League that is impressing NBA scouts and NBA general managers. And I believe that uh, if this isn't the year for Adonis Thomas, that next year when they go into, you know, training, camp and he and, and he gets called to some team summer league roster he'll have a really good chance of making a team because coaches will then be looking at him more because they've seen the work that he's done in the d-league so congratulations to him you know it sucked that he left school and not did not get drafted should have left after that first year but um you know adonis thomas congratulations but you know that that's one of the things that that's the downside of the rule that you have to go to college because some kids go to college, play basketball for a year, right. and then it turns out that either they were in the wrong system or they just weren't as good, and they lose out on opportunities to make money. So hopefully things work out for Adonis and he can uh, make some money in the league. Breaking news. It could be a great day to be a Tiger today. What's the breaking news? The reason nobody was at the Houston Tigers game. Uh-huh. Oh, the Huge rodeo going on. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah. That's from uh, Mr. Dave Lotion. Thank you. Huge right. rodeo. Man, you know how big Wrangling is, man. Uh, yes, in Texas. But Houston's a, a, a massive it's a big city. Uh, city. It's one of the top markets in the United States. Bulls, cows, <laughs> and horses, man. Where were they? Uh, hold on. Was this uh, rodeo at uh, Reliance Stadium? Had to be. It was big. It had I to guess. be packed. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right, that does it for, like the, millions that does it for the starting five today. But, yeah, it could be a great day for the Tigers. Adonis could get on an NBA court later tonight uh, against the, uh, Hopefully he does. the Miami Heat. And you've got Memphis could beat Louisville. We don't know. They could. They, it could they, happen. They, They've it, done it once already this year. They did. You know, they have that confidence that they've beaten them once, so maybe they'll ride that confidence and that wave into the tonight's or today's game and beat them today. Does that make you more or less confident that they can win today if they've already won once? It makes me more confident because, you know, I think that when you have beaten somebody, then you feel that you can beat that team, and so you go play with a little bit more confidence. I don't know. Sometimes I, for Tiger teams, that's not good, though. But with the Memphis Grizzlies a few years ago when they beat San Antonio in that first game of the playoff series, that gave them that confidence, that spark they needed to win that series. So that so. That's what I'm drawing off of. I'm looking at the positive side of things. The positives. Uh, I'm looking at Louisville ready for some revenge today. <laughs> yeah, they are too. Man, the world's largest livestock rodeo is going on. The world's largest continuing in livestock Where is it at? rodeo. At Reliant Park. Uh, okay, so yeah. How can, we, how can we get some tickets? Sure. Is it sold I'll out? get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you want to get in touch with the show, we're playing Hang Up and Listen at noon today, so save three six zero eighty two fifty five in your phone number. That's or in your phone. That's three six zero eighty two fifty five. We play hang up and listen every week at high noon. We got some great prizes for that. You can also uh, get in touch with us by tweeting uh, at us. I'm at Sarita Marcus is at M Hunter underscore Game with two M's. Johnny's at Johnny underscore Radio. CJ's at C, uh, Con Radicalness. He's at Con Radicalness on Twitter, and you can uh, tweet the show at Memphis Sport. You can find us on Facebook as well, and you can text us at the Sports Fifty Six text line, which is six seven one two nine. That's six seven one two nine. If you've never sent a TXT to Sports Fifty Six before, you got to text five six join. First, so uh, Oodle's a way to get in touch with us. We've got an action-packed uh, show to go. We're going to talk more Memphis Grizzlies when we come back with Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of Grizzlies fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to MSL. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. If you ever miss a portion of the show, you can catch podcast at memphissport.com or subscribe for free on iTunes. Last week's show, Marcus, ooh, it was a fun one. We had Fraser Boy in studio. Yeah. Greg Akers was here. Eric Jambor from Indy Memphis. Uh, Joy Lambert from ABC24. We did our annual Academy Awards handicapping special where we told you who to win, who's going to win, who to pick in your Oscar ballot. Uh, yeah, but our personal one, you have it until tomorrow if you want, but yeah, you're supposed to give it to me today. Okay, cool. Just making sure I didn't miss In it. our office pool, uh, your office may or may not have one. If, you're, if your office does not have an Oscar pool, we've invited you to compete against us this year. So you guys were serious about that. We are we are we are <laughs> yeah. serious. Memphissport dot uh, It's it's linked off of all of our twitters and our facebooks. It's in the Memphis Flyer this week. An acre story in the back of, of the uh, the Memphis Flyer is a great plug for this uh, contest. But uh, it's the fifth time that we uh, have handicapped the Academy Awards on this program. And it's the first time, though, because we're filling a void in this city. I read a lot of... Um, Why limit gambling to sports? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's a good motto, Johnny. But we're filling a void because apparently I've, I've read a lot that people are sad that there's the Daily Paper's not having a contest this year. They're not having one. They usually have something. But So we're filling that void. If you want to try to pick your, the Academy Award winners, you can do that with us. It's MSL's Beat Us at the Oscar Contest. And we're giving away over $200 worth of prizes. An Indie Memphis Festival Pass, that's valued at $100. You can go to every movie at Indie Memphis with that pass. Yeah. So I don't know how many you could end up seeing. If you went it every time and took off work, uh, but more than 20 for sure. And you get two tickets uh, to playoffs on the square, uh, $10 to East 24-Hour Cafe, free appetizer, an hour pool at Fox and Hound Cordova, and a free small smoothie at Smoothie King. All of that is valued over $200. If you can beat me in Acres at the uh, picking the Academy Awards, so go to memphisboard.com or find the link on Facebook or on Twitter. It's all over the place. It's linked off memphisflyer.com as well. If you can beat me in Acres at picking the Oscars, we've got this $200 uh, prize pack for the winner. I, I beat you guys last year, so that means... So it's, it's doable. It, it is so anything's doable. possible. Any, any yeah. idiot can do it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. It's a little low blow right there. You know, speaking of Smoothie King, I need to put an APB out. Bill won a 25-party party pack from Smoothie King. Bill's been MIA since he won. I hope he didn't get so crazy and excited that he went out and <laughs> did something. 
All right. Call Bill. Bill, you got to get back in touch with us so we can. We, we love giving things away. And speaking of giving things away, so you can win that $200 if you, uh, pack if you can beat us at picking the Oscars. So we're excited about the beat us at the Oscar contest. We've got oodles of entries already. And as, as Marcus is the, the walking example that it is possible to beat us. But we also have got something else we're giving away uh, starting this entire. So this entire month, we're going to be giving this away, Marcus. You haven't even heard about this. Okay. This is exciting. But you know Fox and Hound, right? Oh, yeah, I love Fox now. Went there this week. We're giving away to anybody who wants it. Anybody who wants it. Anybody who's listening to MSL and you want to go have your next event at Fox and Hound. That's 10 or more people. We will give you a free party pack. Uh, and this is this is a party starter is what they call it at Fox and Hound. So you get like four appetizers, an hour of pool. They'll set you up with a reserve area. All of that for free. For free from us. All you got to do is uh, call the folks over at Fox and Hound and give them the code MSL. What month is this? Four? <laughs> three? The third the month. The third month. MSL 313, I believe, is the code. Let me look up the code. 314? Sure yeah, 314. <laughs> I knew there was a four in there somewhere. <laughs> MSL 314. It's the year 14. MSL 314. I had the code pulled See, up. So you're going to have people calling in and giving the wrong code, and they're going to be like, eh, sorry. No. Yeah. All right, here's the code. It's MSL 314. You can get a free uh, a party starter at Fox and Hound Cordova for the entire month of March. So if you're going to have a watch party for March Madness, if you just want to get your, your... Fantasy baseball draft. Fantasy baseball draft. You just want to get your crew together to watch some games. March pick, or hang, dog. Yeah, exactly. Or hang out, watch the Academy Awards. Get drunk. Or, or drink some adult beverages. <laughs> Whatever. If you're having a group of 10 or Pick more... Pick up ladies. You've just got to call our friends over at Fox and Hound Cordova. It's your ultimate game of viewing destination. Talk to Kristen over there. 901-624-9060. That's 901-624-9060. Talk to Kristen and tell her you want to have a party at Fox and Hound Cordova and just say MSL314. That's the month. You get it free? The month in your Anybody? Free. Anybody I, can call in. You can anybody. call in. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's got to be a group of 10 or more that you have coming up there to to uh, to get the coupon to work. But that's free appetizers, free pool, free areas set up for the entire month of March. Anytime you want to do it, just call and say MSL 314. That's the month in the year. Best looking staff in all of Memphis. Right. Fox and Hound Cordova is uh, the uh, sponsor of this segment of MSL. Visit Fox and Hound Cordova any uh, night of the week. If, you're, if you can't have a big group party, it's also just a fun place to go and hang out. And, and watch the game. Fox and Hound Cordova serves up sports, spirits, and fun every night of the week. It's right there on Germantown Parkway near the old bogeys. You know where it's at. Uh, find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash Fox and Hound Cordova. It's the unofficial place of beer. Give them a call, 901-624-9060. Set up your party for March. Ten or more people, they're going to give you some free appetizers. They're going to give you some free pool. Uh, the code is MSL314. That is the month and the year, MSL 314, will get you hooked up. We are giving away so much stuff right now, I don't know what to do. I, I do feel like uh, a game show host right now. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Who, who who gives away a ton of stuff? Who else? Bob Barker, just game show host? Bob Barker does it. Uh, Oprah. Oprah. Oprah, yeah. Oh, there we go. That's what I'm trying to think of. Oprah. You're Oprah. Party pack for hey, you. Party pack hey, for you. Everybody who's everybody. driving right now, look under your seat for the grand prize. <laughs> You get a free fox and hound. We put them under your party. seats when you weren't looking last night. Look under your seats now. Okay, so many giveaways. They were even giving away more stuff at noon during Hangout. Yeah. Listen, but right now, every week we're joined by uh, the Memphis Flyers Grizzlies writer Kevin Light, and he joins us now. All right, Kevin Light joining us in studio. What's up, Mr. Light? How is it? That's uh, that's some nice intro music. It should say Wipeout, though, right? Dig that. The, now, they're going to work on the remix. Now, speaking of uh, Wipeout, I really, I honestly could see you on an episode of Wipeout. <laughs> oh, the show Wipeout? Yeah, I could see you going <laughs> going through the course. That uh, that most extreme elimination challenge used to be my uh, used to be my favorite TV show. So I think I'd probably give that a try. I always wanted to uh, to do Double Dare when I was a kid, and I also wanted to do American Gladiators. Global Guts. What Glo- would you do? Guts and Global Guts, yeah. What a tool. I wanted to do American Gladiators. I did, man. What, what do you mean? I think every what kid... Would, what would your Gladiator name be? 
Oh, I, I wanted to be a contestant, not a gladiator. If I was a glad, I don't know what my gladiator name would be. It'd just be Hunter, I guess. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> that name's masculine enough. Hunter. I guess I think that could work. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Leip's joining us in the studio. He joins us every week to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. You were out last week uh, because we were on at a, a, a different time and it conflicted with your schedule. So we we replaced you with Grizz Girl Sierra, the All Star Grizz Girl. Yeah, Sierra. You can come back anytime. Probably you want, a Sierra. more attractive replacement. Yes, come back anytime you would like. She does not have a beard. Uh, you can listen to that interview if you want at MemphisWar.com. But we're glad to have you back because the playoff race is is uh, underway. And so we're getting closer and closer. Grizzlies losing to the Thunder last night. We're in the middle of a, of a, of a Sega Baba and a second game of a back-to-back. And it's one of those back-to-backs that I hate because you play the good team first. On the road. On the road, and you come home and play the bad team. Where if it was flipped, you played the bad team last night, you beat them, you go on the road, and you lose because it's tough to win the second game of a back-to-back or a Sega Baba, as we like to call it. But we have to look at it like this. The last time the Grizzlies went to Cleveland, they lost. And the last time the Oklahoma City Thunder played here, they, they won. So they could have won both. Well, they could have yeah. been flipped. I mean, that's the thing with Cleveland is um – you know this. You can't overlook this game tonight because I, I think I think the Grizzlies did overlook Cleveland the last time they mm-hmm. played, and that's why they ended up in that overtime situation. Kyrie. Oh right. Um, you know I think I think that's kind of the interesting matchup tonight is is Kyrie Irving and uh, and uh, Mike Conley, who's clearly not 100 percent healthy. Yeah, he's uh, been, been playing better, playing he's, well. He's you know I think it's going to just take him a while to get back to where he was. I you know that that injury seems like it's bothering him more than. More than he would want to admit, but um, you know, there's <clears throat> because it's because it's Cleveland because they're not really all that great. I don't, you know, there's not really a whole lot of um, to me. There's not really a whole lot of insightful analysis to say about it other than they need to win, <laughs> right? I mean, right, need to win. They lost him before. Second game of a back-to-back, I think, is is your problem yeah. uh, going into tonight. And 8 o'clock start, I don't know if that will help or hurt or or what. You've got such a huge game uh, happening this afternoon. Maybe, uh, you know, and not counting Grizzlies playoff games will be the biggest basketball game played at, at the Forum this year is a Tiger game today. And and then you've got uh, later on uh, tonight, you've got people have to come back and come back at 8 o'clock. It's a unique doubleheader where yeah. the times are so later. And maybe it'll turn out to be great. Maybe they should do more of them like this. We'll find out today. But I don't recall the last time they've had uh, these late times. because yeah, normally it's yeah. like an 11 a.m. start for the Tigers and then, and then regular, know, regular for the Grizzlies. Yeah. I mean, it has the potential to be the kind of crowd that we saw. Um, what was that Oklahoma City game during the playoffs last year that started at like 3? Yeah. And so everyone went and started drinking at like 9.30. <laughs> right. And so everybody was like falling asleep in their chairs during the first quarter. Right. That's what that's what you could be afraid of is yeah. that, that the team, the crowd is out of it by the important times when they need to be in it. Yeah. Especially, you know, Cleveland. But it's free basketball night tonight uh, at the Grindhouse. Uh, we'll see how they go. This is a big stretch. You pointed out in your blog post today, there's oodles of Eastern Conference teams on the schedule this month. Yeah. But also worth noting, because of the American Athletic Conference tournament and the NC2A tournament, most games this month are on the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the, the home games. Um, I'm not sure exactly when it was that they had kind of crossed the halfway point on home games, but it was some point like late December, early January. The the schedule was really backloaded with road games and really backloaded with back to backs. Um, the six, looks like there's six home games uh, this month and 11 on the road. Yeah. And two two of those Eastern Conference games, um, you know, they're playing nine games against Eastern Conference teams, but two of them are Indiana, Miami. So uh, those yeah. don't those aren't exactly uh, easy wins. Not um, at all. You know, so there's 17 games. I think they have to go like 12 and five or 11 and six. Uh, you I think, think that'll be good enough. I don't know, uh, but I think any less than that is definitely not good enough. Gotcha. Um, you know, I. It's kind of frustrating trying to figure out how the, how this is all going to play out because. So much of it depends on how Golden State does, depends on how Phoenix does, depends on how Dallas does. Um, it's, it's looking like some of those teams are starting to fall off. Yeah, Phoenix especially looks like they're kind of trailing off a little bit. Um, Dallas isn't going anywhere. Th- it doesn't look like Dallas is going anywhere. Um, but I, I think 12 and five, 11 and six. They if they're not there, there's no way they make the playoffs. I think they can go. 12 and 5 they could even go 13 and 4 and still not make the playoffs but i i think any any worse than winning 11 out of the 17 games this month i don't i don't think they get in with the way this team has been playing mike conley not 
know, looking like he did earlier in the season after the injury. Uh, Tony Allen coming back from injury. Marcus all, you know, walking off the court at times, holding his left knee, obviously not 100%. Do you think that even if this team does make the playoffs, they're probably going to have to play Oklahoma City in that first round? Will they stand any chance against that team? Uh, <laughs> depends on Ken- if Kendrick Perkins is still hurt or not. Uh, because if Kendrick Perkins is available, then Scott Brooks is going to play him, and that gives the Grizzlies an advantage. <laughs> right. Um, and they could be on. Uh, you don't know. Like, uh, with the NBA, especially with this team, I would say like, if, they make, if they can make the, the Grizzlies make the playoffs, you play Thunder in the first round, who knows if Westbrook's still healthy? Who knows if something happens and they're not 100%, you can win that first round matchup. The Grizzlies would be the scariest eight seed since the last time they were an eight seed. Yeah, I really don't think that the NBA, you know, and I'm not saying that there's a conspiracy theory, I don't think that the NBA would want the Grizzlies to beat Oklahoma City at all. I think they want no. Oklahoma City, Miami. So I think it's going to be. Yeah. That much tougher for any team playing Oklahoma City because whether we want to believe it or not, there there can be some bias whoa, when it comes whoa. to the refs are the already screwing the Grizzlies in the, the first round and it's March. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I'm just saying. You know, it's a. I mean, it's a lot of things you want to think about because Oklahoma City they are the team they have the best player, uh, the second best player in the world on their team right now. And you know the the NBA they want the juicy and beautiful matchup. So I believe the Grizzlies. I mean, you, I mean, if you're Memphis, you want to try to get that seven seed, which is going to be nearly impossible at this point. Yeah. But that's what you know you got to hope to try to get. I mean, really, you want the six seed because then you're playing Houston or you're playing Portland or you're playing you're playing somebody else that's not Oklahoma City and not San Antonio. True. But I don't I don't see any way Dallas is going to fall off enough for you to catch them and get that six spot. So you're looking at seven or eight. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, they can make it to the playoffs. And it, you look this season, it's one of those, and we've always said the Grizzlies are lucky. They're lucky. They don't have any injuries. This is the year they got all those injuries, and you can just uh, play the what-if game. What if they stayed healthy? What if Conley was healthy the whole time? What if, if if Gasol was healthy the whole time? Tony Allen's healthy the whole time? How many more wins would they have? They'd be comfortably in the playoffs right now, uh, more than likely. But would they have Courtney Lee on this team? Uh, would Nick Calatheus, would you be confident in him as the backup going into the... So there's some advantages, some disadvantages, um, either way, yeah. looking at it. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, it, it's such a shame because they were they were really kind of coming together. That West Coast road trip right. in November, they go 4-0. and Everybody's like, okay, the Grizzlies are back. This is kind of what they're doing. Um, at, and it just sucks now because you want to go back and look at those games before that road trip where they were getting blown out by Toronto at home and yeah. you know just getting their brains beat in every night. And if they'd won some of those games, if they just started the season well, like they may be in the eighth spot now, they may be in the seventh spot now. Yeah, uh, it's close enough that those games are going to come back and haunt them. Yeah, and I think uh, you know now that this, now that this team has been with this uh, you know this new coaching staff for longer, I mean they're starting to get get the system and figure it out and I believe earlier in the season the reason they lost some of those games was had to do with the coaching change and you know you, I mean you still have yeah. guys that had to figure it out Dave Yeager had to figure out his rotation and how he wanted to play basketball and how he wanted his team to play and they dropped some of those early games and here you are at the end of the season at the, at the, earlier in the year you don't really think of that much of it but now it's coming back to bite you yeah I mean I definitely think um, you know I definitely think Dave Yeager is a good coach and I think he's a smart guy um, I think any first-year coach is going to have issues, just adjusting issues, things to learn, you know. Uh, and I think that those, uh, right. this was just kind of a bad year to have a combination of all these injuries and a first-year but, coach. But maybe a good year if you're able to bring most of it back next year, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, regardless of what happens, uh, they've they've shown that they're that this group of players, you know, they go out and they play hard for this coach, you know, that kind of thing. I, I'm not worried about where they're going to be going forward. It is going to be a really interesting summer because uh, right. you have a lot of kind of free agency things coming up. You have some some moves you can Somebody is not coming back. Yeah, actually. someone is not going to be back. You know, you've got the Zebo deal. Uh, Ed Davis is a restricted free agent. Um, some Someone is not going to be on this team next year. That's right. Um, that's on the team now. And it, so it's just hard to, to wrap your brain around it, but this is how sports work sometimes. But you've got what we can still say today, right? This is the best Grizzlies team possibly of all time, yeah. yet they're not even going to make the playoffs when you had a team make the Western Conference Finals. You had a team that upset the Spurs in the first round. That This team could be the best team ever, and they're not even going to make the playoffs. And yeah. We just said the same thing about the Tigers team. They're the best Josh Pastor, yeah. Josh Pastor talent, talented Tigers team, and they may not make the tournament. I mean, well, I think that's more of a coaching issue, though. <laughs> I think you're right. I'm not right. the Tigers writer, but...
All right. On that note, we're going to take a, take a quick 60-second timeout. When we come back, I'm going to propose to you, uh, like, my idea uh, for we the playoffs. We can in Tennessee, I'm though. The, uh, so. <laughs> my <laughs> idea for the playoffs. This is my idea uh, for the playoffs, and we're also, uh, who knows, maybe and not Brian Kelsey will not allow it, will he? All right, not we'll take won't. a 60-second timeout. Uh, we'll be right back. You'll listen to on Sports 56, 87, 7 FM. Sports Time with George Lopetis. Now weekdays at 10. Only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of many Mid-Southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a, quote, Trivia Master. For more information on where to play, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito, the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance-offs. Now play Trivia with Kevin Cerrito downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 and at the Green Beetle on South Main every Thursday night from 8 to 10. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. What's up, Memphis Sport Live fans? This is CJ, and I want to say congratulations to Kevin, or at Cerrito as he's known on Twitter, for being named to the Memphis Flyers Who's Who of Memphis Twitter. I was snubbed, but you guys can still follow me at Conradicalness for behind-the-scenes looks at Tiger football, Grizzlies basketball, and more. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, we're back. What show is this? Somebody needs to remind Johnny Radio what show he is producing right now. It's all right. Little uh, technical snafu there over the commercial break. Kevin Leip's with us in studio. He's here every week at 1130 to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, before we went to, to uh, break, I was talking about presenting my idea for the for the playoffs. Because last week, uh, maybe the whole season, what's been the best game at, at, at Federal Express Forum for the Grizzlies? Right? What's the big? What's the best game? It was it was last Friday's game against the Clippers, probably yeah, right. I think so. Playoff atmosphere. No, that game against the Knicks is pretty exciting. It's a pretty exciting game. Uh, I mean, the Knicks kind of suck, but. You know, it's Carmelo. The Grizzlies on on court performance, crowd performance, yeah. atmosphere. It, it was it was a great game. Yeah. Give it to the form. I'm thinking if the Grizzlies the are net able, tattoos were in the building that game. I'm glad you brought that up because here's my idea: if the Grizzlies make the playoffs, uh-huh. eh, just do away with the growl towels and let's just do neck tattoos. And you, you can put grit on one, grind on another. We don't bluff neck tattoos because the best that the Grizzlies have played, the best the best crowd of the season, everything goes down to neck tattoo night. There it's will just, probably already be some people in the crowd that have whooped that trick neck tattoos. <laughs> you think some people already have like real whooped that trick neck tattoos? So that that's my big idea. Uh, if the Grizzlies can make the playoffs, growl towels, I mean, we've done that. Let's just hold do on, hold neck on. tattoos. So you're saying that the time and the era of the growl towel is now over. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I love the growl towels because I know they're not going to take my idea for the neck tattoo. If Lionel Hollins were still here, they would never. Well, you would never be talking about getting rid of growl towels. I, I, <laughs> that's, stop bringing that name By the up. way, Lionel Hollins told me to tell you, he said, tell you hi. He did not say that. Yeah, yeah he did. He, he said hi. To me? I try to get him on the show. All right, tell him to come. Tell him to come. I'm, try, I'm trying to get him to come in studio oh. so that uh, you know you can tell him I know how you're, much you're you're the co-president of the Lionel Hollins fan club. <laughs> so he could come. He could come in studio anytime. Open invite to, oh, yeah. to Coach Hollins. Yeah, open invite. Would really enjoy his insight. So I'm not saying that growl towels are over, but that, do you think that's a good idea? I think <laughs> I think anything anything that involves a neck tattoo giveaway is a good idea. The we don't blow up the believe Memphis the grit grind. That way they can recycle all the old sayings that they had. And they could actually be real temporary tattoos so they last the whole playoffs. Yeah. But um, Kevin Lab's joining us in studio uh, right now for a few more minutes as we talk about the Memphis Grizzlies uh, g- going on. So uh, right now, as, as the fan, when are we, can we get a magic number? I want a magic number. Uh, I think the race is so close it's going to be a while. Um, 
I, I haven't looked at the standings this morning, but the last I saw, the Grizzlies were only like half a game out of eighth spot. So I, I think it's going to be towards the end of the month before there's a anything like a magic number, like they have to win this many games to get in, that kind of right. thing. So-and-so has to lose X amount of games, yeah. or the Grizzlies have to win this many. Yeah, I think it's just too, it's still too close. There's all these like trade generators and and all of that type of those formulas and people yeah. have come up with all these things. We need to come up with one for they need to have one for magic numbers. I'm sure there is. Well, I mean, there, know, I'm sure there is one. I mean, they have a guy on staff right now who's like this is expertise. Why don't he just do it? What Hollinger? Yeah, we'll get Hollinger to come yeah, up soon, with yeah, so we, so he should already know if they're gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> he, you, <laughs> he's not that psychic, <laughs> but he's a numbers guy. Numbers. You win with numbers, not talent, with numbers. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Oh, my goodness. Somebody, you, I can tell you've been talking to Lionel Hollins, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to have Hollinger on the show now. Womp. <laughs> shots fired. Yeah, shots, shot. shots are fired. That's Marcus's views are not necessarily those of Kevin and Kevin. Um all right, so as we as we look forward uh, to this month, you made a, a definite point that we're playing tons of these Eastern Conference teams, and uh, we we've discussed on the show uh, last week. I want to throw this idea at you before we leave: is trying to figure out the NBA playoffs because the Grizzlies would be in the playoffs if they were in the Eastern Conference. That's a phrase that people say all of the time, and yeah. it's about some team in the West because the East is so bad, and half the playoff teams right now in the East have losing records. And the Grizzlies, if they were, if they, if if the playoff situation was just a tad bit differently, the Grizzlies would be in the playoffs, and they wouldn't be worrying about that, and they'd be worrying about seeding right now. Right. Do you think there's a way to fix uh, how the playoff is set up, or if they, or if they will ever fix it? I think it's unlikely to happen anytime soon. Um, I would like it if it was just the top 16 teams in the playoffs. I mean, that's I still think, oodles of teams. Yeah. And it's still going to have teams with losing records. Yeah. But. I mean, it will the, knock off a couple. You to, can keep the conferences around just for like scheduling purposes because it makes it easier to schedule who plays who, when, that kind of thing. There's two things going on, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the playoffs. You have too many losing teams in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, and you also play too many games in the season. Right. I think 82 games is just way too many. So I, you know, I don't even know if you need the conferences anymore, really, because you're not you're not riding the bus around to all these games anymore. You're you're flying wherever you go. Um, I think if they played like 60, 65 games, and if they, um, you know, if they were to kind of do away with the conference difference for the playoffs, I think that'd be the way to go. But it, uh, that's a good idea. I just don't think my or, or our conclusion here is that they can't really, uh, re- they're not going to reduce anything. So that's what we're like. Yeah. What are they going to do if they're not going to reduce anything? You got to keep the idea they don't want to lose any more. They want to keep making the same amount of money that they're making, not to reduce anything and try to fix it. So you still keep it 82, and you can still do six, uh, 16 everybody plays. Yeah. And that does seem like the the most reasonable one, because it would be great if they had less playoff teams, but <laughs> they're not going to want to lose the money that they get yeah. from the playoff games. Same thing with five-game first-round series. Like, I think that's better, but I don't think they're ever going to go back to it. Right. And you, so if there were 16 teams right now, the Grizzlies would, would be in the playoffs if it was the top 16, and they would be uh, like an 11 or 12 seed or something. Yeah. So. yeah. Right now they're currently a game and a half behind Phoenix for the eighth spot. All right, uh, Mr. Leib, thanks for uh, joining us in studio this week. We'll talk to you next week about some more Grizzlies uh, action. Absolutely. All right, it's Kevin Leib from Memphis Flyer. Read us up at memphisflyer.com and uh, the Beyond the Arc blog. Follow him at Flyer Grizz blog on Twitter. We'll be right back with Hang Up and Listen. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.